You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here. Welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal professional development here at EXP Realty. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Juan Carlos. Uh, He's an agent with EXP out of both Orlando, Florida, New York City, I believe. Uh, Juan, you'll correct me if I'm wrong. How are, how are you doing? I'm doing incredible, Glenn. Thanks so much for having me. And yes, you were absolutely correct. Uh, it was New York City, but I do service the five boroughs. And then uh, I moved down to Orlando a couple of months back. Okay. So this is a recent change in your business, moving down to Orlando. Um, what, was the, what was the impetus of the move? Um, taxes? So what's interesting, yeah, what's interesting was we were noticing that one out of five of our clients that were selling in New York we're actually moving down to Florida. And when we traced back where they were moving to, we traced it back to two locations, Central Florida, which is basically Orlando, and South Florida, closer to Miami. So we started selling in Florida about a year and a half ago. And after a while, my clients basically convinced me, hey, Juan, you should check it out down here. Took one trip and pretty much ended up buying a house. So uh, that's how I ended up down here. <laughs> okay, awesome. Now you've got um, kind of a, I guess the term would be a bit of a, an expansion team scenario, right? You, you're, you're kind of managing this, this lead machine and then, and then building out and helping agents in multiple markets? Yeah, it's actually pretty unique how we went about it. Uh, I started out in New York. We built a small team of about eight agents. We grew that to around $80 million in sales. And then last year we had the idea, you know what, why don't we take this model where we provide the training, the support, the mentorship, and start expanding it out to other states. So we started out with Florida, more people started getting more interested in terms of what we were doing. We expanded out into Atlanta, opened up Las Vegas, and now we're in about seven different markets across the country, and it's been working so far. Now, how, how many agents are, are part of this network? So I would say as of this morning, we have a total of 80 agents, and we consider 50 of them to be newer agents or agents that are closing less than four deals a year or less. And then the other 30 are top producers that are closing on average 20 transactions a year or more. So we have a combination of experienced agents and new agents, and it brings a really good culture and vibe because everyone can kind of learn from each other. Now, is this, uh, do you, are you, uh, is it, did, did you develop this? Do you have a partner? How, how did this uh, all come about? So I essentially realized that when I started out, I didn't want to do real estate by myself. Um, I started my team when I joined the XP back in 2018 of, of June. And it was one of those things where I said to myself, how can I do this in a way where I'm helping others get to their goals while helping to get to my goal as well? And um, I brought on board my first agent. His name was Abel. He started out essentially as my sales manager, and he was the one that was involved in the training and development. From there, we went out there and hired an operations manager. Her name is Portia. And then from there, we hired our marketing person. His name is Rafa. Once we had the foundation set, I realized, you know what? We have a pretty good model. Let's start adding agents. And it started out in New York. We started expanding into other territories. Um, and it really got to the point where it became a full-blown operation. And I would say I created it. But in reality, I have to give credit to my managers, my staff, my team members. They're really the ones that created the culture and helped me expand it nationwide. Now, I, I'm taking, I'm, I'm guessing just from, from and, and you and I have met before, but I'm, I'm guessing that you're providing some of the leadership component and maybe some of the, some of the coaching and training. Exactly. So there's actually, I would say, six components to our entire model that makes it very unique. The first one is the sales training. Not only do we give them sales training from a logical perspective 
on buyer consultations and listing consultations, we have an in-house behavioral psychologist. And her name is Lauren. She's absolutely phenomenal at what she does. And she trains the agents on mindset. So instead of just going out there and trying to give agents logical skills, we actually give them the right proper mindset training to get into the actual mode, to go out there and prospect, how to get rid of fear of anxiety and fear of rejection. And we tackle it from that perspective. That's number one. Next is our administrative component. We have an in-house transaction coordinator. Her name is Nicole. She assists agents on transactions when they need help on that side. Next, we have the marketing component, which is led by Rafa. He designs the agents on just listed, just sold, welcome introductions to EXP, the entire nine yards when it comes to marketing on social media. Then we have the content creation side where we even have people editing their videos and their reels. And we really tried to take as much off the plate for the agent so they could focus on income producing activities. Last but not least, we have onboarding, which is dealt with by with Portia. She deals with anything as soon as an agent comes onto the team to make sure that they're happy and that we have everything as far as their goals go in alignment with us. And then last is the expansion component, which is led by Steven. And then the expansion side, it's almost like we have um, an in-house team leader going out there and helping you build your own team within the team. Oh, awesome. Now, what what got you into real estate? I, I understand you were studying medicine to be a surgeon. I mean, this, uh, and, and I can tell you're using almost surgical precision in your real estate <laughs> business. It's one of those things where um, I always looked after uh, my mother growing up as a kid and I admired her work. She was a dentist and I have a lot of family and friends that are doctors. So I always thought to myself, you know what, why not go to med school and follow in their footsteps? And it was right around my junior year that I started thinking to myself, well, why do I want to be a doctor? And at the time, I did want to be a surgeon. Um, I thought it was a very lucrative career. And I wrote down the two things I wanted in life. And number one was to be financially free. I wanted to be in a position where I had control over my own destiny. And number two, I wanted to help others. Um, and at that moment, I kind of had this little epiphany. Well, I could help others in many other ways. And I think there's better ways to become financially abundant than going to medical school, inheriting a quarter million dollars in debt and waiting 10 years to build a business. So I started exploring other options. I went on Google. I typed in how to become financially free. A book called Rich Dad Poor Dad came up. I read the entire thing instead of studying for my organic chemistry final. I failed the final, but following Esther, went ahead and got my real estate license. And that kind of kicked off my journey into real estate. And once I got into this and just learned how I could help millions of people essentially, and just have an impact on society while creating wealth for myself and my team, it really just became my passion. Well, awesome. Well, it sounds, uh, sounds like you've definitely uh, hit your stride. So now you've, um, uh, you've built a pretty um, organized team structure. Uh, how did you go about that? Did you, did you hire a coach? Did you, did you, was it, how did you develop the, the game plan to, to go after what you're going after? So I hired a coach back in 2017 and that coach gave me the macroeconomic structure on how to actually build and scale a team. Um, when it came to coaching, I realized that you always had to have two coaches present, one for the macro and one for the micro. So I actually always had two coaches that I was paying for when it came to consulting and just overall advice. Um, the macro coach would teach me more on recruiting, expansion, economics of the team, how to actually factor in a PL, how to go out there and model out a pro forma. He would actually go through intricate detail on what I needed to do to generate enough leads to actually provide and feed the team. The micro coach would teach me more tonality, how I could go face with someone and actually earn their business through my tonality, my speaking, psychology, things on how to go out there and actually learn practical sales skills. He would teach me buyer consultations, listing consultations, sales scripts, objection handlings, 
And then through a combination of those two, that's how I really learned the business. It's learning it from a 30,000 foot aerial view, as well as being on the ground, descending what you have to do to push the needle. Now, was this the first time you'd been in a coaching based relationship or had you been in sports, for instance, prior? So I was in sports when I was younger. I did play uh, football, basketball, and baseball, but I never really took sports seriously. Um, when I was younger, I always thought that, hey, these kids are really good at sports because they're talented and you're either born with it or you're not. And when I got into real estate, I almost thought it was the same thing. I thought you were either good at sales or you weren't good at sales. Uh, my first year in the business, uh, I went out there and in the first 12 months, I only sold one house. I made around $6,000. And I spoke to my mother at the time and I said, mom, um, I'm really considering dropping this. I don't think I'm good at this. And she said, no, it's not that you're not good. You're working 80 hours a week. You just have to find someone that's already done what you're doing and pay them for their advice. And that's exactly what I did. So Glenn, it's interesting. The first time I actually hired a coach, I took the entire commission that I had from that one sale and I gave it to that coach in exchange for knowledge. And the following years, I broke six figures in revenue. So I think it ended pretty well. Oh, awesome. So, so your mom is obviously very important in helping you sort of even just think about what you were doing in life. Correct. She's always been a great supporter of mine. She's always pushed me to go out there, become the best version of myself. And something that really drives me, I'm 29 years old. I always said to myself, I'm going to retire my mother by 30. And I'm really close to actually accomplishing that feat. So that's been my primary factor as far as short term goes. It's been retiring my parents. And once I do hit the age of 30 and I do accomplish that financial freedom for them, the goal is to go out there and teach agents how to leverage systems and tools to do the same for their families and for their lives. I truly think real estate is one of the most opportunistic ventures someone could get into because it requires very little startup capital. And the only thing that you really need to do is have the right knowledge and the right work ethic. And to become a millionaire is very possible. Right. Well, well, it, it definitely is. Um, um, and uh, uh, it is, you know, having the right mentors are, is super important. I, I was, when I got my license in 2002, my mentor at uh, 63 years old at the time, he sold uh, the prior year, 93 homes by himself without an assistant. And so I got to see, you know, consistent work ethic. And I got to hear the nuances of what, how he thought, how he operated, and it made all the difference. And he was there to help me, you know, work through the first few deals. But, you know, a lot of agents, you know, they're, they're not mentored by somebody that has done a lot of volume. And so they don't know how to do a lot of volume. And um, no, I, I can't, I can't agree more. The right mentor is crucial. Finding someone that's done what you've done and can give you that roadmap or your blueprint is going to be critical for success. So um, how do you um, tr train your team uh, maybe to be like, that's obviously what you're, you've been trained. How do you then train them? So there's three methods. Method number one is giving them a digital platform with a roadmap for them to follow in a linear fashion. So for example, we start all of our training off with mindset. We want to equip them with the right mindset and tools to go out there and get to their goals. Then we design their habits, followed by their routines, followed by practical sales skills, followed by consultations on the buyer side, followed by consultations on the seller side, how to service your clients, and then finally marketing and branding. That entire platform we have in digital training, it's on demand for them to go out there, learn and train. And once they complete that entire process, then we have live calls. We have two calls a week with our mindset coach, Lauren, and we have two calls a week with our logical coach, Aaron. Aaron is there to train them more on handling sales skills and how to become a better agent themselves. The final is 
tracking and accountability. Uh, we use a tracking software to actually log the amount of conversations, consultations, and um, appointments that they're going on every single week so that we can know that when they're going out and they're hitting their goals, they're not just winging the business. They're not just leaving it up to fate, but they're logging it and making sure that it's actually based on a metric that we could track weekly. So that's our three-tier component uh, to training. And it works pretty well as long as the agent has the right um, identity traits um, as an individual with focus, discipline, and patience to get to, the, to their goals. So what is, uh, what is your day or day look like? How are you, how are you structured? Um, I, I suspect that uh, a lot of this is, again, based on how you are as a leader. And I suspect you have some very specific habits that you execute on every day and every week. Well, I'm curious on what those are. A hundred percent. Do you want me to start you off from the time I wake up or from the work day at 9 a.m.? <laughs> Whatever you think is important. Well, I, I think waking up early is probably the most crucial thing because when you wake up at 6 a.m., let's say, there is no one hitting up your phone at 6 a.m. for a task or friends and family aren't calling you. It's almost like it's pitch silent. Six to nine is mean of the best time to really focus and work on yourself. And when I say work on yourself, meditation, exercise, journaling, affirmations, anything that you could do to really um, create a better version of yourself long-term, you wanna factor into that six to nine slot. From nine to 12 is really when the workday starts. And this is where you wanna put all of your income producing activities into. When I was an agent, I would focus all my time prospecting, emailing clients, following up, working on marketing from nine to 12. Now that I'm more in the leader section, I use this time to create content and to create courses and training for my agents. From 12 to one, I usually have lunch. And then from one to three, I actually exercise and I work out. Um, if you're a brand new agent starting out, I usually recommend use this time to actually go out there and do consultations. And then from three to six, I usually spend this time on Zoom consultations, recruiting meetings, expansion leaders with um, other members that could be potential good partners for my team and meeting with vendors. Um, once six o'clock hits, I have a strict boundary. Phone goes on focus mode. I kind of clock out from real estate. And from six to nine, I like to have dinner, spend time with the family, read a book, and then back to working on myself. So I call this chunking. It's kind of breaking up your day into three-hour slots. And when done correctly, it could give you really good boundaries and, um, and ways to optimize your day. Well, I, I, I think you've given them advice. One last piece of advice that you would give to agents, and, and what would that be? I think at the end of the day, it comes down to, to focus. Um, agents suffer from what I like to call shiny object syndrome. They're always trying to chase three, four, five different opportunities all at the same time. And it's the equivalent of putting your energy, let's say 80% of your energy into four different directions. Whereas if you were to focus, like, let's say hundred percent of your energy into one direction, and you were just to focus on the one thing that's getting in your way from achieving your goal, I think every single agent would drastically improve their income. Um, I created a formula to actually go out there and calculate how much, um, calls you'd have to make on a certain day to actually get to your yearly income producing goal. And that's the first metric we look at as soon as a new agent comes onto our team, how many conversations daily do you have to have to actually hit that goal of 120 or $160,000 a year in income? And when you just put all of your focus and energy on one daily goal and you block out all the white noise to all the other opportunities and all the other distractions, not only does life become simpler, but I think you progress a lot faster as well. Wow. Well, this has been uh, great, uh, Juan. Uh, it's been... Um... Uh, one, I can feel your passion, your energy, uh, and uh, uh, and I remember. Uh, I think I was uh, a passionate, uh, maybe not as focused. You seem to also have 
focus. Um, and uh, those two traits are coming through loud and clear. So uh, everyone, thanks for uh, for taking time to be listening to this podcast. Uh, thank again, uh, Juan Carlos, for being on. Uh, you can reach uh, Juan at on Instagram. I think at Juan Goldbar. Is that is yes. that correct? And then correct. Uh, and then goldbarteam dot com. I think is the other address that I have here. So, uh, and until next time, everyone, take care. Thanks again, Juan, and uh, have an awesome, awesome week. Thanks, Glenn. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of VXP.